action. Hello and welcome to another episode of Your Average Critics, joined as usual by Doctor Strange and Doctor Strange. How are you both? Strange. Okay. Very strange. Yeah. Discuss that later. Uh, I call dibs on zombie. Um, so, as my unthought out intro suggests, we are going to be discussing Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness um, alongside Snowy, as they are more commonly known as. Um, so, I mean, we can go straight into it. Um, I will give a very brief synopsis, I guess or explosion of the plot so essentially um we straight away are into a chase sequence where uh, america chavez played by sochi gomez and defender strange um are about to reach the book of ashanti uh the shanty they're chased by a demon the demon tries to take her powers and defender strange is like Give me your powers. You can't handle them. You can't control them. I'll take them. He gets stabbed in the thigh and then killed. Not before America Chavez star portals them through to the universe that we're more commonly familiar with. There she encounters that Doctor Strange and Wong. fights another demon who tries to take her powers. Strange realises that the multiverse you know, is a bit bigger than what he thought in Spider-Man. Tries to ask Wanda for help. Realises that Wanda's the person that's been trying to get America Chavez's power so that she can be reunited uh, with her children from WandaVision. Uh, and then big battle ensues at um, Carmitage. Then in desperation and in fear, America Chavez creates another interdimensional portal where they go to another universe, 838. Um, they have to utilise the people in that universe to find the Book of Vishanti to then stop Wanda. Now, that's very brief. Not a lot of detail because I want us to get into it. Um, so let's start with, I guess, the opening sequence up until I guess where we meet Wanda um, what did you guys think of that I, I personally felt it started it was a bit kind of slow um, which is ironic considering it was a chase sequence but I was a bit like eh, like a bit meaty um, and I, sorry yeah, what are you talking I, about I'm so confused the opening. The, open, the opening. So, like, the, the demon, the starfish thing. The oh, right. Minutes, basically. Oh, right, right, right. Um, sorry, Glenn, you, I'll let you finish. Are you talking about when, they, when they're running through the void, yeah? Void space. Pretty much everything up to when, when, when Doctor when Strange... When Wanda. Yeah, goes to see Wanda. Right, okay. But, yeah, I mean, I was, I was finished. Um, yeah, I was going to say... So, I heard you... And another couple of people actually say they found the first 20, 30 minutes quite slow. I didn't really find it slow. I thought it was pretty pretty well paced. I thought that the fight scene with the giant eyeball thing went on maybe a bit too long, to be fair. Maybe a couple of minutes too long. Mm. Um, but generally, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed them. Kind of, 
I enjoyed the opening, but I thought that the CGI oh. was was bad. I was going to say. <laughs> it was bad, yeah. Like that, there, really there's green a, you two, man. You two are poor. So no, but that. there's, there's a That's poor, bad. Man. I'm sorry, it's Come bad. On, the, whole, the whole film is like proper CGI'd. It gets, yeah, way like, it gets way better, but yeah. the opening, the opening uh, 20 minutes or so, there were some moments it, where I was like, this looks get, shit. Mate, the, the, the reaction on the starfish monster is so on point. They got it spot on with that monster thing. I, I, I don't know where you saw CGR problems. Maybe if you're talking in the voice space, but like, well, the, actual, yeah. the actual monster was pretty epic. Yeah, yeah. That, I've got no issue with the, the design of the monster, but there's a point where Sotatil Gomez is running towards the camera and it's quite obvious that there's no depth, if that makes sense. Um, it, it really looks like she's running in front of a blank screen, which obviously she is, but you would kind of think like the rest of the film, you, you don't necessarily get that issue with depth. And I wonder, did they, was one of the parts of the reshoots, the opening, maybe, I don't know. Um, but I don't know if that was the, the, the poor CGI that you picked up on Obi, or if it was. It was. It, I oh, think it, it, looked, it looked really bad. I thought, and there was a couple of shots of Wong as well um, when he was fighting the um, the uh, eye thing, where I was thinking mm. this looks very much like Harry Potter playing Quidditch in Philosopher's Stone, <laughs> or, or like those 1950s films where they're driving, but and then the background's just projected on the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, it gets the CGI gets way better as the film goes, but that first opening in 20 minutes, I thought, yeah, it didn't look great, personally. Yes, so. I, I haven't got a structure in my head for how we're talking about this, so um, please do interrupt and jump ahead if you need to. But, you know, they showed the first 20 minutes to critics before the film was released. Um, if you've just seen that 20 minutes, like, would you have thought, yeah, this film's going to be exactly what I thought it was going to be? Or would you have thought, oh, we're a bit worried here? Um, I, just would have thought, I would have thought it was like similar to what we've seen in What If. Because there's loads of monsters already like in the fight. Uh, as soon as you start the film, you're getting chased by, I don't know, some weird shadowy monster chasing two characters. And then as soon as you go to the next scene, you're against like a big eyeball monster. So I, I would have personally thought it's going to be like, what if? And that would have slightly worried me. But in terms of the pacing, because I actually thought the pacing was fine. I did have no issue with it. I would have probably said it was like above average going to be film. I wouldn't have said it was like, amazing, but then I think I quite like a lot of action. So, yeah, I wouldn't. Dis- I, I won't disagree with Chris. To be fair, after basically the first twenty minutes, like um, I would have thought this is probably this is going to be what I expected it to be, um, and actually probably didn't. In the end, the film probably didn't end out the way I actually did expect it to end or to go, basically. So, yeah, yeah. so that's where they kind of divert expectations a little bit. To be, to be fair, though, I think I think the first twenty minutes, I like, I don't have any issue with it. But like, I thought it was it was it was decent. Like, I mean, I haven't watched Doctor Strange number one again because I know you saying Obi, you're not sure which is the if if one miles better than the other kind of vibe. Yeah. But that, yeah, but like, I thought to start off with, okay, maybe it was a bit like rushed into it. Like, we're, we're seeing this Doctor Strange. We're like, is this R one? Is it not? It's a shame that we knew there were going to be like other ones in there, really. But I guess when the title's multiverse, you're always going to assume that. Yeah. I thought it's quite. I thought it's quite good. They showed how vulnerable he is. He did get. He did get slewed a bit fast, but he. It showed that like he's not invincible because 
up to up to this point, he seems pretty like he can do whatever he wants whenever he wants. Mm. And I'm going to be honest, I didn't think he was going to try and absorb her power because that's pretty like dark. But see that turned around. I don't know where that monster went, but it stayed there. And actually, I actually thought the eyeball monster. I, I mean, I don't know what part of CGI is all. If I choose to watch it next week, I'll, I'll have a look out for it. But like, I generally thought like the um, the the facial features on the monster were actually quite good. The way it reacted thought, to a lot yeah. of things. Yeah, I thought the monster looked fine. To be fair. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I don't know what part you're talking about. And you talk about when it's running away, when she's running away from the bus, right? Is, when, uh, I'm talking about the beginning scene with Defender Strange and her, and they're in whatever universe they're in. The, they look like they're in a green screen. Like it looks, it doesn't look oh, real. Oh, that's, what, I, that's uh, what I'm talking about. Oh, I, think, oh. I could, I could see. I, I get what you're talking about when they're like running down the path. Yeah, that whole bit. I can, that whole I can kind of see that. I can kind of see that. Yeah, I it kind of almost better. looks like they're on a treadmill kind of vibe doing it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, the, 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 there's a part where um, Strange is, is caught by the, I don't know, the kind of mummified demon looking thing. And yeah. uh, America Chavez, like, Dark Suns, and it, and it just, like, it didn't flow. Um, it looked a bit clunk, clunky. But I'm talking about a different part. So, like, when oh. they're in 616 New York, um, there is a part where uh, America Chavez is running towards the camera, and there's like, a load of stuff happening behind her. But there is, like, she... Everything behind her looks like it's the same kind of right, depth. Right, right. And okay, she right. looks like she's running in a completely different depth field. I don't know really how to explain it without showing it to you, but it is odd. Um, I know what you mean. Fair but, enough. Yeah, I, I kind of get... I think I know the point you're talking about, actually. It, it's like just after... Is that just after the bus has been cut in half? I think so, yeah. It's around that. Yeah, um, I think I know what you're talking about. So, for me, like the reason I'm, I'm kind of focusing particularly on the first 20 minutes is because... Um, like, I kind of felt it was the weakest part of the film, and it's a shame because obviously it starts it, and I've seen it twice. Um, but the first time I saw it, I was like, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> you know, I was like, uh oh, what's going on? Um, and obviously, you know, by the end, I, I really enjoyed it. But um, also, um, Doctor Strange, he was like creating dragons out of his. Uh, yeah. hands oh, and, and like yeah. like Pac-Man type things that grabs the um the oh, street light when, when he bought, when he when he created bigger hands yeah yeah like have we seen that before I, I don't not. think we have but I assume that I assume that's for the comic readers I assume that he's got them powers or he did something similar in again what if and we just not picked up on it what? in what if he did a lot of magic didn't he yeah, I thought he'd inhibited a demon like he did in What If, and I thought that's what was coming out, but I don't think that that. No, nah, I think I think he just made his hand bigger in one of them, and that's when he grabbed the the lamp post and stabbed the eyeball. Which, by the way, was pretty grim actually, and the way it came out with its with its all its connecting tissue and things, yeah. that was pretty grim. That was yeah, um, I was also as well that fight, um, the whole fight that sequence in New York did remind me a lot of like the old Spider-Man films, so like Spider-Man versus Doc Ock, like that kind of vibe. Yeah, Which I enjoyed, Raimi, to be fair. definitely a Raimi vibe, isn't it? Yeah. It, especially when they're climbing up the building as well. It looks proper like Doc Ock versus Spider Man. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I tell you what was quite nifty actually. I like the way the cape came out of his top pocket. Oh, that was cool as fuck. I thought that was so good, man. <laughs> no, I, was no, like, that was nice. I was like, yes, in there. Yeah, like, jumped off the balcony, yeah, and flicked it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was sick. Yeah. Oh. Michael Stuhlbarg. Michael Stuhlbarg is buzzing that he got top billing on the poster for being in it for like yeah, what five the hell? seconds. He had like four lines. <laughs> 
Uh, he's the other doctor. He sits next to Doctor Strange in the wedding, and he's like, my brother's died. Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Like, oh, that was he's... a pretty deep moment, to be fair, though, because like, I think a, like, a lot of people would ask the question, could he have done something else? Yeah, I, I like that bit. Do you know yeah. what? I actually forget that, like, these lot don't have, like, secret identities and stuff. So, obviously, people are just coming up to them and, like, oh, yeah, so, like, what? Could you not have done any better? <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, like, everyone knows he's Doctor Strange. Like, so. <laughs> yeah, I'd have been like, mate, I watched 14 million different uh, versions of that, and this but, is the only one. But someone made the point to me, the, of these 14 million versions, is, is he only picking the ones where he lives? Ooh. That is also, a good question. I actually thought of a, a major flaw to this thing, right? If Doctor Strange could do his teleport shizzle, could he not have just teleported them all back to Earth? Uh, when? From, ti- from Titan. Yeah, but the, the point was that Thanos would come after them, right? Yeah, but they would have a shit more time to sort out the... If they knew... They knew Thanos was coming to Titan and they couldn't get off Titan. They he did the spinny thing, got everyone through the spinny thing back to Earth where the rest of the Avengers were, then maybe someone, aka Wanda, could have destroyed the time stone, therefore nothing could be done about it. Mm. Just saying, yeah. his yeah. his vision of fourteen million things. Well mm, okay. Questionable. So, so without me describing well, equally he could have kept it in the um eye of what it's called and killed himself just saying so are we thinking so i'm jumping ahead to 838 in that version doctor strange uh so thanos dies with the help of the illuminati and then he's killed and we'll get into that in more detail later well, you've jumped way ahead i know i know but we're just we're just on thanos and and that question presumably oh. That wasn't one of the scenarios he saw because the Illuminati does not exist in six one six, right? Is that what we're presuming? I would assume. I would assume the fourteen million versions that he saw all just involved him and his in his universe. Yeah, all in six one six. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Okay. Dreaming. Yeah, cool. Well, all right. Well, so just quickly, yeah. So, what do you guys think of like, um, like you said about dreaming? What do you guys think of the fact that she said, "Oh yeah, dreams are just like another version of yourself in a different universe." I don't really like it personally. I feel like. There needs to be a bit more scope on it because mm. I feel like if I dream that I'm falling from a tall building and then I suddenly wake up, I mean that's a pretty like is that really happening somewhere else or uh, I suddenly I suddenly grow like eighteen arms on my body. It's not like it's not that's that's a nightmare. That's not probably probably happening. So I feel like she she made a naive comment and there needs to be like more scope to the comment. My th- my uh, thing was like, well, so like, has Doctor Strange never had a dream before this film or something? <laughs> yeah, to like, question it. Like, well, <laughs> I also think if you have the same dream, are you just watching the same event, or is it when you dream you inhibit one of your multiversal selves? Mm. See, that's what I, I probably would assume that's the one, isn't it? Because yeah, because yeah, well, but then but then their 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 thing is that there are unlimited universes, aren't there? So I guess. Uh, I just was going to say, like, did they kill Thanos at a different time to our universe in killing Thanos? And also, did the Thanos snap happen in their universe? I'm presuming not, because the snap only happened because he got all the time stones, didn't he? And he wouldn't oh, have yeah, got yeah, all yeah. of them without Doctor Strange. True, 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 true. Um, but yeah, like you said, it looks like he's dead on Titan. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, they they just went and just was like, nap up this. Mm-hmm. Aimed for the head. 
well, they didn't. But... To be fair, it would have been quite cool to see a fight sequence between them and Thanos. Obviously, they, I know they probably wouldn't do that. But like in the comics, you know, like obviously, a certain someone who we're going to talk about later uh, is a very powerful voice. And in the comics, I don't think his voice really affects Thanos too much. So it would have been quite cool to see them struggle a little bit. But maybe I'm asking I mean... for a bit too much in that. I mean, yeah, like, like you said, we'll talk about the cameos a bit later, but even just seeing Thanos again, I was a bit gassed. I was like, oh, I know he's dead, but I was like, oh, cool. You know, it's like when he turns up in What If and you're like, oh, this is cool. Although he's a bit naff in What If. But... <laughs> I like that. Yeah, he was. I like as well that just like Thanos tried to try to do this in other universes as well. I quite like that too. Just that aspect of it. Yeah. Um, right. I'm bringing it back to the first 20 minutes again. Um a very like did you like the interaction about spider-man that definitely felt like it was something done after like yeah i didn't love it (laughs) i I don't know felt a bit bit childish (laughs) 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 i think i think they added that in post film in order to wrap up any confusion about who knows what because i think a lot of people were thinking does dr strange still know a lot of people were questioning that. So I literally, Joe turned to me and was like, is he meant to know Spider-Man? I was like, yeah, he's meant to know Spider-Man, but not that Peter Parker's Spider-Man. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like that point is just like a bit of a, just to give me a bit, that's a bit of info just to throw out the, the audience to like cement what's actually happened in the previous film. Mm. Okay. And also, well, also don't take the piss out of it because there's issues. Website is bummed in there, something like that. Yeah. Did they, or no, sorry, quickly, did it not anyone else that, um, like, it was really clear they'd done reshoots because the length of Wong's hair kept changing back and forth? Did anyone else notice that? It was just me. No, I didn't. <laughs> it's, really, it's really frustrating. Okay, it's just me. Now I'm going to look at it. Now I'm going to look at it. Maybe, maybe a free all over is different in other universes. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Boss man, can I get a free all over? It's like, well, do you want a 6161 or a 383? Whatever it is. 838. Um, Okay, so after that, they go back to the rooftop, which seems to be their respawn point for every universe, but hey-ho, you've got to have some continuity. Uh, then they decide that she's not safe and she needs to go to Kamatage. Uh, and then Doctor Strange's like, hmm, this is witchcraft. Well, no, first... I know they, a witch! They, wait, first, they bury, they bury uh, evil stra- uh, Defender Strange's body, which I thought at the time, I was like, why are they burying the body in inside a building? That's so weird, obviously, so they can use it later, but that just felt really contrived to me. I don't know, like, what, what, else were you, what else would you have done with it? Bury him in the ground. Go down the roof, though, right? So, bury him in the ground. You've got, a, you've got that sling ring. Use hey, that. They, are, they, are in a, they are in a rush, my friend. You, they are in a they, rush. You let his body rot inside a building. That's fucking weird, man. I yeah, know, but they're in a bit of a rush, though, isn't it? Uh, like, they've got, they've got some, <laughs> yeah, they've got some it, felt, it felt so strange. <laughs> I, mean, I, I thought it felt so strange at the time. And, and like, like Paul Doctor Strange, my friend. Yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah, I think we can maybe talk about the the, the pacing and, and the, you know, huge jumps that they do later on. But, um, yeah, so they kind of decide that Carmitage is the most uh, safe place for America Chavez. Uh, Doctor Strange is like, mm, this is witchcraft. Uh, I know a witch. Not at that point thinking, how many other witches do I know? So therefore maybe it's the fault of the witch that I do know, but hey ho, he goes to visit. To be Wanda. fair though, 
to be fair though, in his defence, would you assume it's Wanda when it's in a different universe that this all started? No, no, probably yeah. But then if if I only know one witch in my universe, but anyway, yeah. Yeah, true, true. That's a very good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Presume he doesn't know about Agatha Harkness. Well, maybe he thought it was a witch in another universe, and he thought let me ask the witch in our universe because she knows about witchcraft. That's true. Although. Was she Scarlet Witch before WandaVision and therefore would he know that she was a witch? I don't think... I think the first time they say Scarlet Witch is in WandaVision. Yeah, I think that's the, revela- the big revelation. Yeah. Okay. So he goes to, to her homestead um, where she's you know, pruning trees. He's like, oh, I've got this girl. She's got this power. She can travel interdimensionally and some, some witch is after her. Uh, can you help? She's like, oh, yeah, bring America here. <laughs> yeah. I didn't say her name, did I? Yeah. No, you don't. Like you didn't. Yeah, so you're she's the a big dumbass, bro. You're the you're the big <laughs> bad. But then she, you know, I, I kind of I like the exchanges. Uh, uh, most of the dialogue involving when people are talking to Wonder about her children. Because Doctor Strange is like, your children don't exist. You made them up. Um, which I thought was like really harsh. Uh, even though it's true, but in these other universes, they do exist. Um, yeah. so to tell that to a mother, um. Is, is kind of harsh and and then he's like you magic them up and she's like isn't that what every mother does and I, thought, I quite liked that yeah. uh, quip um, I felt her delivery was really good as well there's like slight head tilts she does and like flaring of her eyes when she delivers some of these lines I, I thought her performance in general was really really good um, but yeah so we kind of knew she was going to be the big bad that didn't come as a surprise a lot of people didn't I find which is quite I was pretty fifty-fifty on whether she's going to be the big bad. To be fair, that's pretty certain. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know why I, I thought it was kind of. So I feel like a lot of people were thrown off by the way she ended One Division. Mm. But then well, she I ended guess it. She ended it really with Dark Cold. Reading Dark Cold, yeah. So yeah, try and get Billy and Tommy back. Um, so then there's a big battle at Carnotage. We see. Uh, Rintra, who's the Minotaur, Minotaur, whatever. He got a um, villain as well in the credits. Or she yeah, did. he did. And so did, is it Sarah? Sarah. Um, apparently there was a longer scene with both of them in. Oh, right. um, because, again, jumping forward, uh, Sarah's death is kind of, you know, feels like it should carry a lot more emotional weight than it does. Yeah. Um, but, you know, this is a two hour, six minute film. And I think it's there's, there's probably a two hour twenty cut somewhere. Yeah. Um, I feel like they could have made it two hour twenty. Like we've been through many of films that are at least an hour longer than that. So I, I agree. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's true. Um, so the fight sequence at um, Kamataje, I quite liked the way that she uh, couldn't get through the defenses, so got into one of their heads. Um, what mm. did you What did you think of the, the sequence overall? Chris, do you want to go first? Oh, yeah, sure. Um, I thought it was an interesting one. Uh, a, a lot of characters brought into the where and how that they all have like a respectful Wong as the Sorcerer's Supreme. Sorry, Chris, quickly. Wong's a shit Sorcerer's Supreme. I'm just going to say that. Let, 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 let you yeah, he's, he's pretty shit. <laughs> he's very cautious and he seems to navigate his way around the multiverse and the MCU very well. But in terms of his power, he's not... Um, I feel like there was a better choice, maybe. But okay. anyway, 
I like the way they combined all their powers to make a shield. Uh, I thought they were, like, obviously it's a story content, but in terms of their power, as a combined power, they were pretty shit. Um, But it's for the story arc, so I guess that is what it is. I like the cannons they they started to use. That was pretty nifty. Um, I feel like Strange, for the first part, was just standing there. I was kind of like, dude, for the X, Sorcerer Supreme, and actually the one who's meant to be Sorcerer Supreme, start moving, start doing. And then I was kind of like, they should have made Travis go way, way, way far away. Like, spin a circle and fly, my, like, my G, just go. Don't <laughs> stay here. Um, but yeah, I thought it was cool that she went into the mind of someone, made them think, oh, I need to run away, and then it distorted everything. I like that actually... They weren't able to stop her because it's like it's it's one of those moments in the movie where like she could be just stopped really easy or repelled somewhere else in 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 line with them being able to like pick themselves back up again. But she just like dominated from the get go, like absolutely dominated them. And how far into this scene am I talking about? We're going to talk about how Strange took her to this mirror mirror universe. No, let's let's just talk about the battle uh, that commentage. We'll get Obi's yeah. thoughts and then we'll move on to that. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was, it was a fairly decent battle. I feel like there's aspects that could have been better. Like we could have had a bit more of a emotion for the for the, the, the smaller characters. But I agree with ab- that. The absolute carnage she she threw there was pretty brutal and pretty epic actually because she didn't hold back. And I feel like for someone. Like, her mindset is that she's not doing anything wrong, per se. But she literally evaporated people. Yeah. And then also we see uh, some charred remains of someone. So, again, you know, it's I- I'm surprised this was a 12A. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. Yeah, but that's, that's my thoughts on it, because I can't actually, off the top of my head, think of too much more in that scene. But, yeah, it was a decent scene. I feel like there are bit, bits that could have been better. But like overall, I feel like it's a fairly decent scene. Very fast, though. Very fast. Um, yeah, I like the scene a lot. To be fair, um, I quite like how um, before the fight starts, like Stephen like flies up to her and like they're just chatting, and she's like, "Just so you know, like I'm paraphrasing, but she says like, just so you know, like this is me like being nice, like hand her over, I'm being otherwise. reasonable." Reasonable, that's it. Otherwise, like, you're going to get it kind of thing. And he's like, all right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> it goes back down. He's like, yeah, she, she, she was telling the truth, isn't it? She was telling the truth. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, and then obviously, yeah, um, I enjoyed the bit where she, obviously she goes into the guy's mind, because obviously that reminds... I was, I forget, amongst all, like, her shooting blasted energy and stuff, I forget that, like, that actually, like, or was her main power when they first um, introduced her in Age of Ultron, like, her enter people's minds and stuff. And then I enjoyed it when, um, obviously, Wong realises it when he runs away and he screams to everyone, fortify your minds. Which I, thought was, I just found a really funny like line delivery. Which, and then it also made me laugh for the fact that he obviously says, there, fortify your minds. But then uh, a couple of scenes later, she's like torturing like, three people and he's like, oh, no, oh, the book's here, here and here. It's like, you're fucking useless. Yeah. Anyway. No, that, yeah, <laughs> that was like a contrivance, wasn't it? To like yeah. just further the plot. But I was kind of, yeah, at that point, I was like, Come on, Wong. Mate, he's no mate, he's no ancient one, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Anyway, he's no Tilda Swinning. Um <laughs> I thought that so when she actually gets into Kamataj, um and Strange traps her in that mirror place, whatever it was, I thought visually visually from here to the end of the, the end of the scene, visually is re- really, really good. 
and like she's kind of like trust use her power in that little box thing and it's like bouncing around and then she realizes she can like use it use like the reflections and then you get like yeah, the, the yeah, horror vibes yeah. yeah of like everyone's like, oh cover all the water all the patches of water and they're all like racing to cover it and it's like really eerie and then for some reason america decides to look down directly into a puddle yeah <laughs> and then <laughs> she like, crawls out of the reason. gong doesn't she you're like yeah, all yeah. kind of um contorted and stuff yeah oh mate that was and then when you say like oh i'm surprised this was a 12 like bits like that i'm like fucking that was that was button hey what's, what's that remind me of the ring that's like off of the yeah, ring yeah that was yeah, yeah. it was fair different horror movie aspects pulled into this film like fair different yeah. ones yeah and i think they i think they skirted the line of the 12a <laughs> i would say um but yeah, yeah. That, that bit was was really enjoyable when, like horror, horror was when you consider that the two venoms and morbius are both 15s mm. And you think, like, they're 15s for strong horror and violence. I was like, what more does Doctor Strange need to do to get mm. a 15? Does Doctor Strange need to call someone a cunt? Like, what, what's <laughs> going on? You know, it's just like, well, we'll, we'll, there's even more later on that we'll talk about. And, um, yeah. Sorry, Chris, I stopped you before you talked about the mirror thing, but, uh. That's all right. No worries. No worries. I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty much the same as Obi. It, it's just every time we go to the Mirrorverse, it looks pretty sick. And I thought it was quite cool that she just immediately got out of it and it wasn't really a problem for her. Just, it just shows how fucking like, awesome her power is, really. Cause this is the thing, yeah. Wasn't, wasn't Doctor Strange stuck in there for like 12 hours? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, with Spider-Man. I think, I, I think I like how like they showed, like actually, she's not messing about. Like She is very, very powerful and she can defeat mm-hmm. basically anyone. Yeah. The first I time I watched it, with a lot of these scenes, I was like, God, this is happening too quickly. But when I watched it again, I was like, it's kind of necessary because if she was dilly dallying like all the time, it would just mm. feel like the pace would just feel like staccato. Mm. But mm. this, this was just fucking. She was very, very straight to the point. Yeah. Uh, so, so she gets temporarily trapped in the shard mirror verse thing, um, but quickly uses a puddle and a gong to get out. She then again tries to take America Chavez's power, uh, kind of temporarily incapacitates. Doctor Strange. Uh, he then saves her. So it's established by this point that America Chavez doesn't control her power, but when she's afraid, she tends to spark them. Uh, and that happened again this time. Uh, Doctor Strange manages to free her from Wanda. They both go through the portal and land in. Um... Bloody rugby tackles her, mate. <laughs> yeah. is, just can I ask a question? Is America Chavez, is she a, um, is she a mutant? Uh, it's not established, is it, how she got her power? I don't think she, she just kind think, of had it. I don't think she is. So I'm um, just. They, so they, changed, they, they changed it. They changed how she got her power. It's not the right. same as how she got it in the comics. Okay. I only asked because, um, obviously. Tell a lie. Sorry, it's how her parents died. It's different in the comics. Sorry, tell a So, yeah, that's kind of what I wanted to, um, quickly mention is obviously, Glenn, you mentioned that she only, um, does that when she gets scared. Um, the the portal thing, um, and that's how her parents died. But then I was thinking, like, so she, presumably she was what, like, maybe six, seven, or so when yeah. at that point had she never been scared before in her life before that? <laughs> yeah, that's that's something which I'm interested to explore more. Not not like thoroughly in depth. It can be similar to how we saw, you know, her powers come in this way, like just a quick scene of like this is how she got her powers. You know, was she born with it? Um, was she exposed to something? Did she have a latent gene? Or, you know, do, whatever. Do you, do you want to know from the comics how she got it or not? 
Yeah. Yeah. No, I, if Obi doesn't mind. Yeah, yeah. Go for it. So according to according to this thing, how does America Chavez get her powers? It says uh, the superhero got her powers due to her mother experimenting on her and her little sister in an attempt to cure them from a genetic disease in the comics. Uh, I can't imagine they're gonna have that as well, the, the yeah. origin. Um, Sorry, but, continue. No, no, that's fine. So they get transported, Doctor Strange and America Travis, to what we later find out is Earth 838. Uh, this is where the narrative kind of diverges and we get... Uh, um, Dr. Glenn, quickly, sorry. Did you want to mention how they like go through loads of different universes before they get to 838? Yes, I was just going to say, and then um, oh, got that, that narrative and then Wong and uh, Scarlet Witch. So there's like two concurrent narratives. But yes, so whilst that happens, they go through multiple universes and I will list a few that I remember, mm. most notably Paint. Mm. Um, there's a dinosaur one. There's a few futuristic looking ones. There's a very briefly in the war one. Um, there's one where they become cubes. Uh, cartoon one, I think. Card- oh, yeah, card- underwater. Cartoon. Oh yeah, underwater. Uh, there's a Star Wars background as well. <laughs> is there actually? Is there? Um, yeah, you know, there's... you know when the fight happens between Anakin and uh, Obi Wan. Oh right. Yeah, apparently it was in the What If comics as uh, cartoon as well. Oh, that's funny. Oh okay. Um, apparently, and then... this is all apparently like this is like a brief freeze frame that someone has taken that I watched a video on after. Then there's the Living Tribunal one. Mm. Did you spot that the first time? I didn't. I didn't I, either. I didn't either, but I saw it on one of those. 50 Easter eggs you missed in Doctor Strange. Yeah. So I've, I you, kept the proper eye on, out for it. On that video, they say the Living Tribunal, all three heads are attached together, but in that scene, all three heads are separate. Yeah, they are so separate. I don't know if that means anything. But. But, so, I mean, I don't really know what the Living Tribunal is or, or what, but um, he was, there was a remnant of the Living Tribunal in the Loki series yeah. in that in-between place that they go to so that's interesting um i also do remind me if i forget want to talk about loki later on how it does or maybe doesn't connect to this please um, please, please please remember yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll try i'll try i've got all these things in my head and i'm trying to try and do this chrono- chronologically as well but obviously we're jumping around um you're doing a great job man. Doing a oh job. cheers mate um yeah this well, is... a living tribunal i'm pretty sure uh, are is an entity that's meant to look after the multiverse just so he's like the Watcher? Almost. I'm pretty sure. Got... I could be wrong. Any Marvel fans out there that hear this want to correct me, please do, but I'm pretty sure that's right. Should have got Jeffrey Wright in this film as well. Mm. Um, so they go to 838. Oh, yeah, sorry. Was there any other universes that you want to talk about or in, any in-depth you want to talk about? No, only do I wish... Well, to, no, I'll leave it for my criticism. Sorry. Okay. If you were a colour of paint in the paints universe, what colour paints would you be? I'd hope I'd be green. Okay. Or any shade of green? Um, like an uh, olive green. Green. Or Chris, forest, corn, green, forest green. Cornflower blue, Chris? Oi, throwback. What, what, what's cornflower? Is that my room colour? No, no, that's Mr... Um, what's his name? Mr... McGregor? Sl- no. Slatter? No. Some teacher from school. Yeah, mass teacher. I can't remember his name. For the life of me. Carpet cornflower blue. I thought, I thought you... I thought you'd have got that one. No way. What colour would you have been then, Chris? What's his name? That's really probably, would, probably would have, probably would have been blue, but that's a bit of a sad colour, isn't it, if you're going to be a colour? Is it? I thought it would be a turquoise, I think. Mm. But, yeah, anyway. <laughs> yeah. There you go. 
Tweet us with what colour you'd be at YC plus seventeen. <laughs> um, yeah, so we go through those multiple universes. Uh, maybe feel like they could have given us a bit more tidbits for like if you rewatch it, and think, oh shit, that's that's X Y Z. Maybe it is. Maybe I've just not clued up enough to see it. But one of them just pretty much looked generically futuristic sci-fi. But hey ho, they land in eight three eight, which we don't find out at the time. But it is they're on that fucking roof again. Um, then they go downstairs. Food's free, apparently, or not. They go on red. Um, why? <laughs> I've seen criticisms of people saying that the 838 universe was not inventive enough and they didn't deep dive enough into it, which I understand that as a criticism, but also for the pace of the plot, yeah. we can't have too many differences. It needs to be recognizable, but also different. And that is one very understandable change that it's like cool this is different fine we move on um bruce campbell had his uh you know obligatory raimi cameo as Mm. pizza papa um what do you guys think of the whole punching him in the face thing oh it's just slapstick funny it's just it's kind of did you did you know he was meant to be mysterio in in spider-man 4 and that's why he appears in all four spider in all the other three spider-man films with different characters Mm. that's cool apparently that's what i read Mm. Um, yeah, uh, do you know, I, again, jumping very, very forward, I almost put in the group chat for you, Chris, specifically to not stay for the last post credit, but a waste of time. I know, I knew you'd hate it, but I thought, well, you know, I could got be wrong. Got to suffer, it? Got to suffer. We're, yeah. we're MCU fans, we've got to suffer. Exactly. So they to go there. there. Sorry, um, Chris, if they had said don't watch it, I feel like you would have watched it anyway. You'd have been like, oh, what was it though? What was it? <laughs> yeah, maybe. It de- depends how much detail you gave me about it. I wouldn't have said anything because I, I, I probably because I because I, I went with Joe. I probably would have waited. With, watched it with Joe anyway. So, yeah. uh, for those uh, who have been with us since the start, Joe was a former member in another mortal. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so they go they go to the Sanctum Sanctorum um, to find that universe's Doctor Strange. They find a statue which says, along the lines of, Earth's mightiest hero died fighting Thanos. Um, then they're like, oh, who's the uh, Sanctum guy here? And then we get 838 Mordo. Not that we saw any 616 Mordo, but, you know, we can maybe... I have an issue, yeah, I have an issue with this, I'm not going to lie. There, um, suppo- there was supposed to be a scene with 616 Mordo, and he was killed off pretty quickly by Scarlet Witch. Oh, that's even worse. <laughs> yeah, but I don't, you know, now that that wasn't in the film, maybe he's alive canonically. Who knows? Um, but initially, Strange is like, oh, we're not, we're not friends. And then Mordo's like, my brother. Um, so it's appearing to be friendly. Then drugs them, uh, both of them, because they're both dangerous and a bigger threat to the multiverse than Scarlet Witch is. And then they get taken to the uh, a facility. Um, whilst this is happening, you've got Wanda using the Darkhold to uh, dream walk, essentially. But then we and Wong is kind of strung up. And then this character Sara, who we very briefly see, uh, is like, "You can't sacrifice yourself for this. I will do it." And she nobly. Destroys the dark hold in a Chamber of Secrets style dagger through the book. Yeah. Uh, did she not like... have freed him before she did that? <laughs> <laughs> she was running on adrenaline. Um, 
but yeah, so then Dark Hole's destroyed, Wanda's set back a few steps, um, but very quickly after, like you said earlier, Obi tortures a couple of people, and Wong's like, there's a cave. Yeah. So then they go to the cave. He's he's the worst. (laughs) Yeah. Back to the facility. So, we're in the facility, Strange is uses his arrogant self, he's like, hey, lab coat, turns around, oh, it's Christine. Um, She's she's working for the Baxter Foundation, which is an Easter egg, but I don't know why. I haven't really read up on it. Maybe one of you guys have. Um, she He goes to her, what was your relationship to your strange? And she was like, we never figured that out. Then Mordo comes in and goes, the Illuminati will see you now, which, if you saw any of the trailers, is in the trailer. Yeah. Sake. We'll talk about that later as well. Oh, stupid. I'm yeah. putting a pin in loads of these things. Um, but yeah, we'll um, have... just quickly as well, we didn't, I don't know if you guys wanted to talk about um, the little, just before they go to the Sanctum Santorum, um, and they both, both America and Stephen step on that, like that little pad thing that shows you um, a previous memory or something like that. Oh, think... yeah, of course. I did forget yeah. about that. But also, just, so yeah, they step on this thing and it says, oh, for a, for such and such fee, we'll show you a mem- set of past memory, blah, blah. blah. I thought everything was here was free, whatever. Um, <laughs> and then, um, and also, why would it start playing before you paid them? Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, for Stephen, it's a memory of the watch and how what him and Christine uh, were on a date, and she gave him the watch as a gift. Um, and for America, it was how she, when she first um, discovered her powers, um, she got frightened by a bee or something and opened a portal and sucked him, <laughs> her, sucked her, her mum. Yeah, literally sucked her mum. Suck your mum. <laughs> Um, into the pool with her, um, which apparently people in, I think, either China or Saudi Arabia or both wanted removed from the film before they showed it in the country because obviously two bums and they, they're, they're homophobic over there. No offence. I mean, offence, actually. Fuck them. Well, um, it, to be fair, I watched that scene and I am now a lesbian, so... <laughs> did they uh, it? No, I think they refused. I think they refused, Chris. Okay. Oh, by the way, the Baxter building is the... Sorry, am I talking really loud? No. no. Oh, the Baxter building is the um, base of operations for the Fantastic Four. Oh. And it was okay. when Franklin and his daughter Sue still met with Reed Richards and Ben Grimm at school at Science Fair and offered an opportunity to join a research team. Yeah, to want to develop the quantum game. Okay, well, that makes sense for one of the cameos later on, I guess. But yeah, sorry, continue, Obi. Um Yeah, no, I just wanted to ask how you guys, because obviously it kind of gives us a little bit more um, background into... Um, strange and uh, christine's relationship and like for me as one who didn't really and still doesn't really get their chemistry or buy their chemistry um i feel like we probably did need a scene like that although it didn't really do that much for me to be honest um yeah i don't know what you guys how you guys felt about that those two two flashbacks i liked it um particularly the america chavez one but just like efficiency it's like here's her origin uh, done, you know, um, and it was emotional in a way, um, you know, it's a very small step forward for representation. She does have a what looks like a rainbow kind of Puerto Rican flag as well on her jacket, and she's got on her jacket says "Amor is Amor," which is like "Love is Love." So mm. um, apparently, she's um, a lesbian in this, but that's not made clear. America, um, yeah, okay. Yeah, but, but there's a, a large proportion of Americans that would not like the fact that America is a lesbian. But hey, hey. <laughs> yeah. um, anyway, they can suck their mums. Um, 
Yeah, so uh, yeah, I didn't mind it. It was it was a very efficient way of giving us that information. Mm. Um, any thoughts, Chris, or should we talk about the Illuminati? No, yeah, just a lot of foreshadowing, wasn't it? So, yeah. Yeah. I will also say that, um, so in the trailer, and it's annoying me, in the trailer, Mordo says, your desecration of reality will not go unpunished. And he doesn't say that in the film. I like, really annoying me because I really like that line. So. Yeah, there's also a line where another version of Doctor Strange says things just got out of hand. Yeah. In it? That was, that was lame. But Actually, was... Someone, someone else says that line. Yeah, someone else does say it. Yeah. Um, but not in the same sinister way. So, yeah, so... Doctor Strange gets brought in front of the Illuminati, um, and in no particular order, the members are Beyonce, Jay Z, oh no, different Illuminati. <laughs> um, wrong one, sorry. Um, yeah, so so we've already seen. If you've seen the trailers, you already know that Professor X is in it uh, in his comic accurate yellow shit chair. Um, and if you've seen the second trailer, you know that Captain Britain is in it. I like, can't believe they revealed that. Oh, I know. And we already knew, we already knew that there was, um, either Tom Cruise or Captain Marvel in it. I mean, you know, that shows that it was Captain Marvel. I heard they wanted Tom Cruise. And apparently Tom Cruise loves doing cameos in films. Didn't know this. But because (laughs) this is all filmed through COVID regulations, because I don't know what's going on in America still, they couldn't schedule him to come in for it. That's 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 what I heard. So Michael Waldron, who wrote the film, has been giving interviews to various sites, and he said that they discussed getting Tom Cruise, but it didn't work out. And so maybe that's along with your lines. And one of the other things they said was about they considered Deadpool and Namor, but both are being used in other ways. So they didn't include them in the film. Um, um, I will say quickly that um, I thought it, I got, even though like I wasn't the biggest fan of the um, X-Men uh, cartoon back in the day on I think it was on Fox Kids or whatever it was but when Professor X comes in and it starts doing like the little uh, theme tune like I thought that was fucking sick I went like <laughs> we should tell him the truth yeah. so yeah so the Illuminati members are in in order um, you've got Captain Britain played by uh, well Peggy Carter played by Hayley Atwell um, reprising her role from previous uh, incarnations Black Bolt which I was very surprised by this I did not movie. see coming I've yeah. not seen The Inhumans so um, I was surprised and um, Geezer is blowing it yeah, yeah Anson Mount who hmm. yeah why why he came back for this I don't know maybe there's a few zeros but he's got his yeah. uh, tuning fork on his head um, so that was cool we also had uh, Lashana Lynch her version of um, Captain Marvel what's the character's name I can't remember uh, Rambo Monica Rambo no not Monica Rambo Maria Maria like Rambo yeah so the mother of Monica who we see in WandaVision mm. yeah okay cool would have been cool if there was a moment where Wanda said to her do I know your daughter mm. why because in WandaVision Maria Rambo is dead mm. right and she knew Monica, which is her daughter. Monica was that try, actually was one of the few who tried to help her. Yeah, she barely knew. Okay, fair enough. She but, barely but, knew her. But, <laughs> yeah, but it would but, have been a um, nice, a nice little tie-in, wouldn't it? Yeah, but it is also different. Mm. Different universes. Uh, Maria, for we know she didn't even have a daughter in this universe. That's also true, actually. Um, so yeah, um, yeah, I think that was all, all the members. There wasn't anyone else. Yeah, fantastic. 
When you're looking along the chairs, you can see there's an empty space for another person to be in the Illuminati. Yeah, I kind of presumed that was Doctor Strange because he founded the Illuminati. No, because no, because Mordo sat in Doctor Strange's seat, so there would still uh, be one there. That's true. Um, yeah, so the final member we see is uh, Mr. Fantastic, Reed Richards, played by fan service, great fan casting, John Krasinski. Mm. Um, hey, get out the Instagram post, get it up, get it up. Um, I, I, I said this years ago. I, I know. I, I knew. You, I knew you'd be happy. Um, so yeah, I mean, just before we talk about what happens after this point, what are your thoughts on the members of the Illuminati in this universe and who was playing them, Chris? I mean, let's start with you. You are the fan casting John Krasinski, so you must have been very happy. Uh, mustn't have been very happy to do so. Oh, must have been. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. So like for me. I would have loved it to be like the Illuminati that I know of. So that would have been Iron Man, Namor, Xavier, uh, Doctor Strange. Uh, trying to think of the other ones now, but I can't remember off the top of my head. So I would have loved it to be them, but obviously can't get everything you want. So I think what they did was actually pretty good and pretty clever. Love that uh, John Krasinski was uh, Mr. Fantastic. Thought it was pretty cool how he came in as well with his little teleportation uh, button thing. Um, like that they went for the was it the nineteen eighties uh, X Men Charles Xavier and that what they I feel like they did that on purpose because they're about to bring back out the um, yeah cartoon as well which yeah. is pretty cool um, yeah I think I think it's it's decent um, uh, who did you say Rambo what's the first name sorry Maria Maria Rambo I thought it was pretty decent she's in it like I, I'm not the biggest fan of, of um, uh, Captain Marvel as of yet, like in any version so far, but it's cool because they had a variant of that character. Same with Captain Mar- uh, Captain Britain, thought it was pretty cool. I mean, Hayley Hayley Atwell's fucking smashed this, didn't she? Since the first inception of her in bloody Captain America one, she's been in been all over the shop. She even got her own bloody series, so she's probably loving life. And I actually thought it was pretty cool. Oh, that's it. Black Black Bolt's in. Um, is it Black Bolt or Bolt? Black Bolt. Yeah. Black Bolt's gone. Yeah, did what did Strange say in it after they he said his name? He said like, uh, you're, "Why don't Why don't you open your mouth? Does your breath smell?" Yeah, he he that? something like yeah, he did say that. But did he also say something like, "If I had a name like that, I would be silent as well." Something like that. Yeah, I thought, I, yeah, I, I can't remember what he said, but he said might have been that. He said something after, and that made me made me laugh quite a lot. Maybe it's it about, about a falcon is it or something? Maybe I can't remember. Yeah, but obviously he's part of the actual Illuminati as well, or the original one. So like, but um, yeah, cool. I I wouldn't have been able to tell you that that was the guy from the series. I'll be honest, didn't have a clue till I read about it after. But I think as lineup goes, how they came out, how they present themselves, pretty cool. I'll be honest, Mordo being there, he could have done one. I really just didn't care, didn't care <laughs> for him, him being in, in that presence at all. Um, I do think they all had a bit of a stick up their bum. Uh, they were very righteous, a lot of them. Um, I think that's honestly how you would perceive yourself if you're the this secret, covert, uh, smartest team in the world kind of vibe. Um, yeah, I thought the way they came out, the way it was, I thought it was cool. Yeah, it's a shame we didn't get some of the other characters like Namor, Iron Man, etc. But pretty cool. Um, I thought it was, it was an alright transition to them telling the story about how their Doctor Strange went corrupt and then 
got killed. It was nice that they explained it because I'm sure there's a lot of films where they just now they say it to us and then we don't really get it. So it's quite good that they said it and showed us. Mm. I think the uh, visualization of Black Bolt's power is shit. It's him just standing there with like lines coming out of his mouth. It looks really terrible. Mm. <laughs> I don't know if it. Then, then what else are you going to do though? I don't know, but is that what it looked like in Inhumans? I can't remember. I think it's better than what it looked like. He barely used his power. He didn't use his powers in Inhumans. Not really. Because mm. right? the whole the whole idea that he's trained himself to be silent and not even talk with a whisper because he killed his... Well, I don't know if this is the original story, but in the human series, he killed his parents. Mm. He spoke and then they just died. So... Um, and then he's got the Tudor fork, I think, in order to harness the vibrations or something to then do shit out of his hands. I don't really know. Okay. I'm not well versed in them. But yeah, cool scene. Cool to see them all. Um, shame the trailer spoiled two of them. Also a massive shame that I saw on TikTok the week before the fight scene with Wanda and four of them. But, you know, well, we'll come on to that in a sec. Let's hear Obi's thoughts on the lineup. Um, yeah, I was pretty happy with the the lineup. I don't really know much about the Illuminati in general, um, so I was didn't really go into it, have any expectations of who they would be. Um, I'm glad I didn't watch the um, I didn't watch anything after the first main trailer, so I didn't know about Captain Britain being in it. Um, I think that's actually a really cool uh, pull, especially obviously if you watch like, What If as well, um, which I guess I think as well is good because it kind of does help to show, oh, actually, these TV shows do, or at least this particular episode, mattered because it sh- introduced us to that character and we get to see the character in the film, um, which I liked. Um, I did think that they should have either CGI or maybe Muscle Suit, they should have bulked her up, bulked her up a little bit because in the cartoon, obviously she... They, she grows like a foot and she looks like wham um, but they didn't do that in, it just seemed like in the film it's just Hayley Atwell in the suit um, which I didn't love um, I think that uh, Blackpot being in it I definitely didn't uh, expect but um, I enjoyed just because I was like oh yeah I watched that shit TV show <laughs> <laughs> yeah now it's canon great yeah. Uh, cheers cool. yeah um, Professor X obviously we saw it would have been oh, it would have been, obviously we say this all the time but how fucking cool would it have been if they didn't reveal that in the trailer I know yeah. oh, oh mate it, do, you know, do you know what I was actually thinking about after sorry to interrupt you I mm-hmm. thought because you know obviously I said I saw that scene like literally like, maybe not a week but like four days before it came out I'm wondering obviously I think they were going to bring it out anyway I'm wondering whether they fast tracked these trailers and brought them out because people were spoiling the film mm. Because I'm wondering whether they were going to bring out these trailers post the film starting to come out and then it was just do stuff to entice people to go and see it more. I don't know. But anyway, sorry, they, on they, need to, they need to hire whoever does marketing for Warner Brothers because none of their films ever get spoiled. That's true. That's true. Um, Good point. Whatever. Whoever's, whoever's other members. Um, Mr. Bombastic. Really fantastic. Yes. Um, so I, again, I wasn't like one of those people are. John Krasinski for, for, for Mr. Fantastic. I didn't give a shit. Um, but I liked him in the role. I like him generally. I've think to us, I've only watched him in Jack Ryan, but I like him in that. So um, That series I mean, has come to an end now. 
Yeah, I know. It's a shame. Big eyes um, emoji. He's yeah. available. It's true. Um, I'm sorry, yeah. uh, Jack Ryan. What, the TV series? Or the, TV the, show, film? Yeah. the TV show. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, yeah, I liked his suit as well. Um, I was a fan of the suit. Um, I also like uh, Captain Marvel suit too. Um, I think it just looked it looked really cool. I think it looked in the black version of it. I think it looks cooler than um, Captain Marvel's current version to me personally. Wait, um, you you liked Mister Fantastic suit? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was I thought it was a bit rubbish, you know. Okay. Ah, there, correct. Um, there we go. As I say, I think from from like a you know a canonical point of view, this lineup makes a lot of sense because you're giving a little nod to the Inhumans, you're giving a nod to X Men, which we've not seen in the MCU yet. Mm-hmm. Um, you are including uh, a member of well, if you're including Ralph Bonner in that, mate. Just saying. Yeah, but he yeah, but he wasn't Quicksilver, though, was he? Like legitimately um and then you've also got the fantastic four so now you've got a member of the avengers a member of the fantastic four a member of the inhumans and a member of the x-men um all in one lineup which is pretty cool so yeah. now now you can pivot off you can you, you know I, I wouldn't be surprised if they announce an x-men project like relatively soon um and obviously we've got the fantastic four film coming out so Again, if they cast John Krasinski properly in that, maybe he's going to direct it. Don't know. I was going to say, he's been dubbed to direct it now, hasn't he? Yeah, and I think the reaction's been pretty good. So if they don't cast him in it, I think there's going to be huge disappointment. Mm. Um, so, you know, Kevin, do your thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was also, just, just to quickly round off, um, about the Illuminati. Um, I thought that again. I agree with Chris. Like them, just dismissing Wanda. They were very much like, "Oh, don't worry, we'll deal with the witch." And I was like, "You're fucking retarded, bro." <laughs> like, yeah, no. Like for, for people who are so fucking smart, you you haven't got a fucking clue. Like, yeah, <laughs> that was the dumbest so, move ever. So for, for for yeah for plot purposes, Doctor Strange was like, "You need to help me. I need the book of the Shanty. We need to stop Wanda." They're like, "No, nah, you're a bigger threat." with America, we can take care of Wanda. Then, uh, you know, they see via security cameras and stuff that uh, Wanda is killing all the Ultron droids um, to try and hunt down America. So, the Illuminati... Literally, literally every time you say her name, I just want to sing the song from, uh, what's it called? Um, Team America. Yeah. Honestly. America. Fuck yeah! Fuck yeah. <laughs> they should have done that when she punch when she punches Wanda at the end. Yeah. Fuck yeah! <laughs> uh, that would have um, that would have got a fifteen probably. Probably not. You can get you can get one fucking as well, can't you? Um, yeah. So the Illuminati are like, we'll pause our vote on what we'll do with you in a bit. We're gonna go and stop this tiny little witch. There's a there's a all right hand to hand combat scene between Mordo and Strange. Um, when we don't see Mordo again. Then the big one. I thought that was lame. Was that, sorry, you thought it was lame. It was lame, yeah. I just and because like even I just thought he just baits him into fighting like Doctor Strange that is, and like I said, oh, are you always jealous of me? Da, 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 da. And then he gets yeah. jealous and starts fighting, and then they fight, and then Doctor Strange beats him, and he's like, oh, I'm beginning to see why you, the Mordor on Europe doesn't like you very much. And I was like, <laughs> shut up, you fucking loser. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know what? I like, hate this Mordor. 
uh, yeah, I was going to say the whole Mordo of it all. I just, I just don't think really ticked any boxes. I agree. I, um, I really liked Mordo in the first one, and I was really looking forward to him coming, being in this one. But the fact that we don't get any of our version of Mordo, I, I really annoyed this, me. Just the thing though, because I feel like in, in quote me if I'm wrong here, because obviously you've watched it a lot recent, more recently than me. But like in the first Doctor Strange, I feel like Mordo was like our moral compass and like our our level-headed friend, and then he becomes at the very end, the enemy, because he sees that what he's done and what he's lived by doesn't mean anything. Basically, whereas this yeah. one, whereas this character just seems to be, I don't know, like, he's, I don't know who's the Sorcerer Supreme here. I assume he is now. Did he say mm. he is? But I, I feel know. like he's just, he's become very boastful or very arrogant. In, and I don't feel like Armordo would be like that. I don't know. I think I think it is a shame we didn't see six one six more though, even if it was just to tie up like what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Um, thing is though, if you if you're seeing saying the scene that you're, you're talking about, like one division just absolutely murking him, would I like Obi saying that like, it wouldn't have been good? Like I don't know if I would have enjoyed that. No, because I want to see, because his thing, Mordo at the end of the first of Strange is like he's on a mission. To, his thing is like oh the problem with this world is there's too many sorcerers so he's going around murking sorcerers so yeah. for him, if he was in this film and one had just killed him like that that would have been the end of his would it would it have been oh. better if they had a one-on-one combat maybe and then she kind of just knocked him away would that have been better yeah i wouldn't yeah to, yeah yeah i think that definitely would be better if they were going to put him in um to kill him in this film without him kind of like continuing his journey of wanting to get rid, rid of the world of more sorcerers I think would be would have been silly and it would have kind of like yeah. negated what they set up at the end of the first one yeah but that's why I think we discussed it a couple of weeks ago like the the narrative now to what they were probably planning for a Doctor Strange 2 back then is just so vastly different yeah um that they've had to pivot um but so we get to what's probably what my favorite sequence from the film Me is too. Scarlet Witch going ham yeah. on the Illuminati. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> oh, yeah. So, you got the, the Illuminati minus Mordo because he's stuck in that hole. They're, they're <laughs> like, you don't need to do this. Reed Richards comes forward and he goes, I know your pain. I've got children too, which um, we haven't seen in any version of the Fantastic Four on screen yet. No. Um, not isn't live action. Kids, um, uh, isn't one of his kids Franklin Richards, which is technically a version of Kang? Or am I making that up? Oh, that's true, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, no, no. So, isn't he? Um, isn't Kang the thirty-first descendant from uh, Reed Richards? Oh, okay. And yeah, but there, there is a there is a Richards version of Kang, isn't there? Yeah, because he's the thirty. Oh, there might be. Yeah, but Franklin Richards is like above a mega level mutant. Right. So that's why when he's wait, are we, are we on that part? Because I have to put these talks to my mum. Are we on that part talking about what he said or? Uh, I was just about to, but... Oh, you go for it. You go for it, and I'll chime in in a sec. Okay. So, yeah, he says, I've got children too. And then, again, another great delivery from Elizabeth Olsen. She says, is their mother still alive? Oh, my days. Yeah, this was sick. This was sick. <laughs> yes, she is. Good. Because there'll be someone left to raise them. And then just fucking <laughs> spaghetti fight him. Oh. It's like, you know, Reed Richards spaghetti and just... Unra- literally unravels him and he's Mate. like oh Mate, that that line that line delivery was fucking excellent I said yeah this girl, this woman is serious oh my gosh best supporting actress um, been- hey, mate. <laughs> maybe 
<laughs> I, I was going to say as well. Um, um, oh wait, did, does he die before? Who does he die first? It's funny. Yeah, he. Uh, no, he doesn't, because he says. That yeah, he says Black Bolt can whip you out. Yeah, Black, Black Bolt. Black, yeah. Black Bolt dies first. Yeah, 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 he says, "Oh, Black Bolt will, with one word can destroy you." And then, yeah. then like Matrix style, it's like what mouth? He goes, "What and mouth?" Then, yeah, and he's like, "Fuck!" And then his fucking head implodes. Literally popped your head. I that... screamed when this happened. I'm not gonna lie. Did you? Yeah, I just screamed. I have you <laughs> have you seen <laughs> the updated Punko of him? No, <laughs> Punko. They've just cut off his head off. <laughs> but yeah, so like that was really gory in like yeah. a lack of detail way because his eyes go bloody, and then yeah. his like. You know when you get like a child's doll and you can just squish its head? Mm. Like that is literally what happened to him. His head was like... Mm. I didn't expect it at all, honestly. No, and then he's just like collapsed and you think, well, Anson Mount, what? You know, you're two days on set, fair enough. Um, yeah, then uh, Reed Richards gets spaghettified. Yeah. Um, and... Then she fights off against... Captain Britain and Captain Marvel. And Captain Marvel, so... Yeah, Captain um, Britain. There was... So just quickly um, with this bit, um, really cool. Um, I think that I really enjoyed it when uh, um, Captain Carter spit out the blood and said, "I can do this all day." I was like, "Yeah, let's fucking go." Uh, <laughs> and then she gets cut in half. Yeah, then she gets cut in half. <laughs> That's that like her own shield. Literally, literally could literally couldn't do it all day. Literally, oh. <laughs> she, she was irony. I, I hate. Like I need... Oh, sorry. Go on. No, no. Go on. Go. 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 I was like, I hate. It. So there's two lines in particular in this film where. I was like, I hate the line, I hate the line delivery. First one is Captain Marvel saying, get the hell out of my universe. I was like, oh god, shut the fuck up. <laughs> horrible line, horrible line delivery. Um, the second one is Christine a bit in a couple of scenes later where she says, go back to hell. I'm like, fucking shut up. Yeah, it was a bit corny. Um, oh, I just wanted to rewind because I forgot a major part. So, before this happens, Wong takes Wanda, six on six Wanda, to the Darkhold cave um, and Wanda basically then dreamwalks. Did, did you say about um, Xavier talking to Strange? Yeah, yeah. yeah we... Oh, you did. Okay, sorry. Well, kind of. Yeah, but I just so so the way the reason so six one six Wanda uses the cave darkhold to dreamwalk into three eight eight three eight Wanda's body, and that's how she uses her as a conduit to go to the Illuminati and then fuck them all up, because that's a key point that we missed. Um, she, she, dream, sorry, no, sorry, sorry. she dreamwalks, which is a desecration of natural laws, or whatever mm. they call it. I did think uh, with this dreamwalking bit, I really enjoyed when she dreamwalked into that woman's body, and then she's just kind of like looking around, and then obviously she sees the kids, and they sing. Even though the song, the ice cream oh, song was a bit so shit. Yeah, it was, it was a bit shit, but I liked Quite her cringy. reaction to it. I liked her reaction to it, because she was like, I can't believe that, like, these are my kids and they're here and they're real kind of thing. I thought yeah. uh, acting in that point was really, really good. So then, fast forward again, she's fucked them all up. Captain Marvel's death was the shittest because she just gets crushed by a yeah. statue. Like, and you're like, uh, you would have survived that, right? It, yeah, I had the same thought. I was thinking, this is weird. But okay. That's literally one of my, my biggest angst with the film. Yeah. Because, like, all the deaths they did, because, like, obviously you've got, I know you've just spoke about it, but obviously... Black Bolt getting scared and basically blowing his own slipping head out and the bl- the brain's basically falling. It's pretty grim and pretty brutal. Then mm. you've got, like, obviously... Wait, are you going in order of who dies? Yeah, we've talked about... Yeah, we've talked about Reed Richards and we've talked about Captain Britain. Captain Britain dies after her, doesn't she? Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. 
She does. Yeah. She does third, I think. Yeah. Does she? Oh, yeah, she yeah. Fourth. No, oh, fair enough. Like, obviously, Reed Richards, that line he said, and then obviously, the, that's what I wanted to say earlier. He says about his child. Franklin Richards is like one of the strongest characters in the whole of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm. So it, that to have that door open is pretty epic for a lot of comic book fans because Franklin Richards can make his own universes. Oh, shit. And recreate and destroy universes at the like, look at his fingers. But when he's younger, his power comes on and off. So, yeah, that's just when he said add that in. And I thought Captain, I thought all the deaths were sick apart from that one. Britain, um, not Britain, um, Captain Marvel. Marvel. Yeah, yeah I agree. Captain Marvel, yeah. Like, and she, I just don't understand how she died. Yeah, neither do I. No, she's got a statue fall on her. Very, it's very lame. Yeah, I kind of thought, like, oh, she's not dead then, she'll come back, but mm. no. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I thought, I thought the end, as she's walking away, it might be the statue move a bit. Because mm. like, I'm just a bit like, I'm a shoot, obviously, we make a bold assumption that she's got her powers similar to our one, mm. where she's hit by the Tesseract. No, is it Tesseract? Mm hmm. Space stone, isn't it? It's a space stone, basically. So yeah, she's hit by the space right, stone, yeah. she gets loads of power. And anything that hits her, even Thanos, doesn't hurt her, unless she's got to be fully conscious that it's hitting her to stop it from hurting her, if that makes sense. But then if you saw a big stone fall on you, wouldn't you just turn on your powers? So. Yeah, but I mean, Tony Stark got hit with a planet and he was fine. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it, it really didn't sit well. Um, and I feel like Lashana Lynch has been shortchanged in both because she dies off screen between between Captain Marvel and Division, and then she gets died by a falling died. That is a terrible use of grammar. Gets killed by a falling statue in this. But anyway, we we don't have a lot of time left, and we've still got quite a lot to cover. Um, I appreciate that. Obi wants. Hey, Reed Richards is there, stupid to like flying and and trying to smack her in the face. Just saying. Yeah. Just saying. So the puppeteered Wanda kills them. They chase after, um, uh, what's her face? Christine, America yeah. Chavez. We didn't, um, sorry, quickly, we didn't say about how, I think this is what Chris was alluding to as well a minute ago, about how, um, Professor X said to Doctor Strange, like, if it all goes to shit, like, get America and get the fuck out of here, kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. he trusts this, this version. Yeah. As does America, and America should. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you know, make America control her powers again. Um, <laughs> so they, there's a, a very, you know, uh, there's, there's a, a door. Oh, there's a really cool chase sequence between like a literally knackered Wanda chasing through a tunnel. Mm. Um, and that was like good horror Sorry. vibes as well. I know exactly what you, Chris is going to say. Haven't you, have I just, did I miss this or did you miss a bit about Patrick, about, um, Professor X? Yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry. I forgot. <laughs> right. Someone else explain it. My mind's been frazzled. Go. Over. Too much going on, mate. Too much going yeah. on. Um, but yeah, so, um, just as, uh, Wanda's about to break in to, uh, fuck everybody up, Professor X, like, stops her and enters her mind, and, um, very, very Jean Grey vibes, um, yeah. and he's, it's like him in, like, all white, all white surroundings, he can walk, <laughs> um, and he sees, like, a little, I don't even know what you'd call it, uh, bunker, I guess? Yeah. It- yeah, and it's got the TV from the Wonder series yeah, where she's with her Wonder parents. Vision. Yeah, and Wonder's in there, and she's like, "This is so. This is presumably is eight three eight Wonder, who's like trapped in the consciousness, basically, of her own body, I guess, because the other Wonder's yeah. taking her over." And he's like saying, "Like, oh, get let's can we get you free? Try and get you free." And then he's encompassed. Professor X is is encompassed by like red smoke, 
And then Wanda just comes out of nowhere and snaps his neck. I said, oh my God, this film is ridiculous. That was a jump scare as well, wasn't it? Yeah. Wait, that was fucking mental. though. Have we seen the, have we seen the death that brutal in MCU? Well, besides Black Bolt's death, so I don't yeah, think well, yeah. I, I think I think for a horror, as they said, it was a horror film. I don't think it was that horror to the max, but in terms of the way they killed characters, it, yeah. it was epic, man. This was like, as much as they could get away with, well, I think. In yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. yeah, it was crazy. Um, I liked that scene. Although this is the third time that Patrick Stewart died as Professor X. Is that right? Is it the third? Yeah, because he, he dies in X Men Three, um, yeah. and then he dies in Logan. Um, oh yeah, he does. And he died in X Men Three. He does in X-Men 2, doesn't he? Oh, uh, it's X-Men 3. Jean Grey kills him in X-Men, uh, X-Men 3 at last time, there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. Thought, I, I thought she blew him up in one of them, and then at the end of one of them, he says, oh, hello. He, they put his consciousness into his brother's body. So you're thinking, so that what you just said, that happens at the end of the war, right? But she oh, kills him in X-Men last time. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah. it's the third time he's died, but, you know, that's fine. Um, yeah, sorry, I completely forgot about that. But, yeah, so the chase sequence through the tunnel... Um, I thought it was pretty cool. There's another jump scare where Wanda somehow appears, you know, from behind. A, How did uh, she do that? I really don't know. Like, <laughs> the second time I watched it, I was like trying to figure it out, but she just kind of, I don't know, appears and dis- uh, disappears and then reappears. That, that um, is another. That is another scene which is epic but so stupid. Yeah. Like when they all stop and stare, I'm like, yeah. like I, run, run I know there. it's a cinematic effect, but it was just so stupid. Man. Yeah. Like what the hell? So yeah, then, just run. Doctor Strange uses the watch that we established earlier in the film was given to him by Christine uh, to open a portal to this interdimensional place where the Book of the Shanty sits. So they three of them jump there. Um, he grabs the he grabs the shanty and he's like starts to read it, but then Wanda comes and he drops the book and the book just disappears. Um, then America gets scared and creates another portal, uh, Portal X Machina. And um, so Wanda and America go back to 616. Then Christine... Did, um, just quickly, did they burn the whole Book of Ashanti or did yeah. the whole thing burn? Okay. Yeah. Um, so so they, they... Burned the, they burned the cover and then the rest of it went on fire. No one kind of tried to take it out, which, again, another another thing that was about this film that I didn't like, how easily these books... Yeah, but know, Chris, there's a cave. There's going to be a cave. It's fine. <laughs> the Vishanti cave. Or one of Ashanti's back catalogue of albums there's probably some you are there. an idiot you knew it was going to come I don't know any Ashanti songs so I can't plug you know I can't do a, a dad joke foolish, with them mate. yeah I do feel <laughs> foolish but, um, right. uh, yeah so yeah so then America and Wanda well no America goes to 616 838 Wanda is no longer puppeteered and she's like oh where's the kid um then dr strange and christine uh go to another universe we don't don't think it's named they find their dr strange who's sinister strange uh there's that universe has had an incursion so when two when one when a multi when someone from one universe stays too long in another universe, and the fabric of reality starts to fold, and either one or both end up being destroyed. So it looks question, like question, 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 question. So now I'm glad you said that because America is not from six one six, and she's currently living in six one six. Yeah, but, so, but she yeah, but, there's, only, there's only one version of her. Yeah, 
There's an app that's that's a loophole here. Yeah. Yeah, because they say if there's another another version of yourself. Yeah. Because it's the only entity that it doesn't affect anything. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um. So Strange and Christine end up in another universe. They find Sinister Strange. Um. But yeah. Caveat: What you just said, actually, though. Um. It doesn't make sense that they locked up Doctor Strange and America because obviously if they know that this is going to happen then they should chuck them away, unless they know because they don't have a Doctor Strange anymore. It doesn't matter. Maybe. I also did like the, the line where she says, we don't know if you've got diseases we don't yet have. Mm. I thought that was like a really Great. small piece of dialogue that like does quite a lot. You're like, oh, these people are clever, you know. Mm. I didn't even think about that, you know. Um, but yeah, so they go into this other universe, Sinister Strangers there. Um, he's got the dark hold and he has been you know, consumed by it and his universe is suffering an incursion as a result. Um, he's got the black fingertips. He's, you know, just looks a bit evil. Um, so they fight via the medium of music, um, which I thought was visually really cool. And yeah, I liked it. Orally, uh, mm. really cool as well. Um, we find out that Doctor Strange had a sister as well. Yeah, that was a nice bit of backstory. Yeah. Um, so then Sinister Strange says, similar to what Chris said earlier, if you've ever had that dream where you're falling from a very tall building, that was probably me. Um, so he's been killing off strangers, uh, the dark hold half of him. Uh, then our strange, uh, basically uses 16 bars and knocks him out the window and he gets impaled on some wrought iron fences. Um, but not before he says, I will give you the dark hold if you give me your Christine. Um, (laughs) no way. Uh, not even his Christine to give because she is her own woman. Um, but anyway, yeah. So then, pretty cool. Pretty cool though. That Christine used the uh, I um, I lost that in a minute. Yeah, take that. Yeah, I was um, really confused by what that was. Um, uh, quickly, so is he, this, he, um, he he tries sorry. to use it in Doctor Strange when he's fighting um the bad guy in Doctor Strange one. Uh, he, he, he doesn't know what it does. Right, I didn't. Uh, okay, because I when she brings that thing, it starts shooting out fire. I was like, what the fuck? How does she know that was that? Mm. But, um, yeah, so he uses Darkhold, even though he said he wouldn't. Is he like every other Doctor Strange? No, he's not. He's good. Um, so then he dreamwalks into his corpse, which is currently in 616, because he buried it. Um, How convenient. Oh. oh, come on, Obi. It's a plot device. Mm. But, yeah, a bit contrived, but it's fun. Uh, so then he, you know, zombifies over to Darkhold Cave. Um, there is a proper name for it, but I can't remember. Uh, then... Then he starts getting attacked in both realms by spirits. Christine uses that bowl thing to shoot fire and kill some of them. He then uses the spirits to create a cape. Batman style flies across, uh, helps Wong fight some of the demons that are there. Um, and Wong finally wakes up. Useless fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he did not deserve that bow, did he, at the end? Um, so then uh, Wanda is trying to take America's power again. Um, zombie, zombie Strange and Wong capture her in a bubble for a bit. Doctor Strange gives her a speech. It's like, hey, you know, you've got the power within you all along. Use it. So she then punches her uh, Wanda into 838, where her children in that universe see evil Wanda and, you know, their good mummy. Um, and that is ultimately what stops wandering, makes her change her mind. She sees, um, I thought it was a really nice scene. So 616 Wanda, aka Scarlet Witch, 
is on her knees crying because her kids have she's scared her kids. And then 838 Wanda comes up and says, just know that they will be loved. Um, which I thought was really cool. Quite, you know, a heartfelt moment. Mm. Uh, it also plays into uh, a recurring nightmare I had as a kid where there was two of my mothers. So that really hit home for me. Uh, there was an evil mummy and a not so evil mummy. So yeah, they've, they can, that's a whole psychotherapy episode on itself. But, um, mm. but that kind of resonated with me. Um, but yeah, I thought that was cool. And, and I'm also, it's also, in a way, flips the whole big CGI battle at the end of every film on its head. It was just kind of like a kind of more tender moment. And then she realizes that the dark hole did have her and that she was doing wrong. And so whilst inside the dark hole cave, collapses it in on herself. Presumably she's not dead, but. Yeah, well, um, she did that, that red, that red glow happened, didn't it? While it was all flowing, falling. Yeah. Which means that she's more powerful than Captain Marvel. Uh, <laughs> official. Yeah. Um, I didn't. I didn't. I'm gonna say I didn't love um, the way she, the way this fight ends. Um, I like the moment um, of her kind of realizing she's a monster, but I don't like it being the catalyst for her saying, "Okay, I'm just gonna collapse this whole cave on myself now." I didn't really like that to be honest. What would you have preferred? Um, honestly, um, I'm not sure. I would have maybe liked. Doctor Strange and Doctor Strange Wong in America to team up in some way to take him down herself rather than her. Obviously, she's super powerful, so she only her only she, apparently it seems like only she can stop herself. Um, well, I think I, I think that was kind of the point because if the yeah. whole of Carmitage can't um, stop her and the entire Illuminati, then it, I think it was kind of fitting that that she was her own downfall. Yeah. Um, and I felt like that was I quite liked that, um, and I felt it was like a nice to that arc of you know she knows that she's got comfort that there are Billy's and Tommy's being loved out there by other wonders um, mm. so she can't have it which is heartbreaking in a way as well um, and then, read off? oh yeah go on, go on. I was go just going to just to finally tie it up you've got um, America trying to learn magic in Carmitage which is being rebuilt um, Rintra survived the Minotaur somehow pretty sure he died but hey ho um, and then Strange is strolling along the street, falls over, and he gets his third eye. Um, and then they should have ended it there, but then they didn't. Five seconds later, he's walking down a different street, uh, and then Charlie's Thron appears uh, as clear and goes, there's an incursion, are you going to help me? And he gets his little third eye out, and he's like, fuck yeah, uh, and then they fuck off. So, right. yes, right, we've got 15 minutes. Right. I've got four things now to quickly say. Right, so first thing, I quickly went downstairs to get food. Did you talk about how Doctor Strange uh, wrapped in, in all the dead people and then flew across and then used all the dead people to attack and stuff? Yes. Did you like that? Okay. I did like that. I thought it was pretty cool and I like that scene. Uh, second of all, um, Wanda. <laughs> we've got time. We've got time. <laughs> uh, well, Wanda seems to have given... I don't think the other Wanda had powers, but the other Wanda now have powers. Kind of oh. like what happened in... Uh, Wanda's little town and anyone who entered seemed to get some sort of power although yeah anyone who entered it seemed to get some sort of power I feel like now the other Wanda has power because she did something I don't know what she did but I remember she did something and it kind of made me think the other Wanda had powers so you heard it here first if I'm right about that uh third thing third thing third thing uh can he remember what the third thing was uh okay. yeah <laughs> uh, the, fourth, the fourth thing was I was going to say I agree with you about the falling over 
I like the whole idea about the, the eye appearing and him being corrupt. But it was just kind of like short-lived by the fact that Charlize Theron was there. As, yeah. As we know, uh, Bingy's niece. Uh, Don, Donna Rummer. No. Donna Rummer. I'm tired of these. Why is this... Why would Dormammu's niece have like a human body? I find it stuff like that so weird. Same with Harry yeah. Styles being like yeah. Thanos' cousin or whatever it is. Uh, so yeah. Harry Styles half brothers with Thanos, right. and Thanos is half um, Titan, Titan, and half um, the monsters that the t- the Eternals were fighting. Yeah, monsters the Eternals were fighting. Celestial. No. Um, yeah, they were celestials, weren't they? No, uh, the creatures. The, the creatures. Oh, those creatures. What were uh, they called? Again? Deviants, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so he's oh, half, it. he's half Titan, half Deviant. Well, Harry Styles, I think he's half Titan, half something else. One hundred percent Deviant. Anyway, but yeah, regardless, yeah, I do get what you mean though. But I think that's for future story because future story, I think him and this character have a very good and happy relationship. So. They get married, yeah, don't they? Yeah, they're, yeah. They're... I didn't know if you guys have read about it, so I didn't want to say anything more than that. Yeah, Michael Waldron, the writer, came out and said that Clea's going to be Doctor Strange's new love interest. I'm happy with that, because I don't buy... I still don't buy his, him and Christine's love oh. chemistry. Oh, oh, I, missed, to... I know what you're going to say. Yeah, yeah, when he says to Christine, uh, they have a little DMC, and he's like, I've, I, I love you in every universe. I was like... Yeah. <laughs> I just like, don't buy it. I don't know what it is. I don't buy it between those two. Right. I'm just saying, I love you in every universe, or I love you 3,000. For me, I love you 3,000. No, oh, thanks, Obi. Um... <laughs> I love you three thousand is more oh, like once, once you know that Downey's children say it to him, it's kind of like cooler. Yeah. Right. Um let's talk about Loki. Um so does anyone have any idea if or how Loki and what we saw with the T V A fits into this? Because were the T V A jumping between universes or between time in the same universe? Because I'm now very confused. So Feige apparently said um, that Loki, what the, the thing that happened at the end of Loki with um, he who remains dying allowed Doctor Strange to fuck up the spell in Spider Man No Way Home, which uh, actually has no effect really on uh, the events of this film because it happened that everything happened in this film happened regardless of what happened in Spider Man. Whereas I was led to believe from the trailers that it was because of these events that. Um, all the multiverse stuff was happening, but that doesn't seem to be the case. Anyway, um, I don't think anyone's said explicitly that the events of Loki are led to X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z. And yeah, like you and I'm getting a bit confused as to did we have a multiverse before this? Like, is the TVA a bunch of bullshit? Has there always just been multiple universes? And was he who remained lying? Was I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. My thought process afterwards, I did that same thing. So obviously. My thought was maybe Wanda didn't know about multiverse until the thing that happened to Spider Man happened, mm. and then she was like, "Oh, I can go to different multiverses." But then, but then I would say the Darkhold would have probably told her that before. So yeah, I'm with you. I, I feel like the TVA, the relevance of it so far, is the only connection we have is that it's a it's a descendant of Reed or another form of Reed, mm. and that is like it so far. I think that Sylvie is from a different different multiverse and she's jumped in I think the TVA can jump from different multi, from, from different universes but they didn't imply they could at the time so yeah because yeah, we, we don't ever really see a different universe we just see different points in time 
And from what I gathered from Loki, it's if you change something in that time, then you set off a different tangent within that universe. So kind of like when in Endgame they go back to 2012, and that's how Loki gets the Tesseract and disappears. So in 616, all of those different branches happen because of that one action. So that's how I gathered it. Mm. I didn't see it as every decision creates a new universe. I just see it as creating a different timeline within that universe. And that's what I'm trying to get my head around is all these different things. You know, is the word dimension and the word universe interchangeable? Mm. I don't know. Mm. But so in my mind, I'm seeing it as Loki, the series, was entirely set in 616 and they were just jumping back and forth between strands of time within that universe. Mm. I don't know if you agree. That doesn't make sense. But my thing is, I've been clamoring, I've been banging on about it since Loki finished, to be honest. That I want, I want Loki to directly connect to these films because it is a massive thing, like this whole timeline stuff. But they haven't done that yet. And it was all well and good Kevin Vigan coming out and saying, oh yeah, blah, 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 blah. Um, oh, Loki doing this allowed Spider-Man to do this, da, 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 but show that. Yeah. Because not everyone's going to listen to your, your interviews. Yeah. And I think it's really interesting that since Endgame came out, we've not... The only sequel we've had is a Spider-Man. Everything else has been its own property thus far, I think. I might be wrong. But... Um, and I think... I don't know if I mentioned this last week or another time, but we, we've we now got so many plot strands that are just, like, awaiting the next step. And I have no idea when they're going to connect. And people are talking about everything's going to lead to secret wars. Fine. But how far away is that? Probably quite far. Mm. We've got, you know, Wong turns up in Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi doesn't turn up in this. So what is this after Shang-Chi chronologically? You presume so. So then what was Wong doing? Um, you know, I mean, Black Widow, we've seen Yelena again. Fine. But um, Eternals, but presumably some of that will lead into Blade. But then where's Harry Styles going? And, and now you've got this, like with America Chavez, you've got this Marvel when that comes out in a sec. You, all of this stuff, I'm just thinking like, they're going to have to be throwing out like 10, 15 films a year for us to kind of be satiated. Because, or you're going to get the situation where in three years time, you're going to get, or in two years time, you'll get Ant-Man 3. And it's like, hey, do you remember that show you watched four years ago? Mm. Hey, here's the payoff. And you're like, oh. <laughs> and that's I don't. It. Sorry, go on. Phases one to four of Marvel was very much you've got, you know, you get the individual films and you get their sequels, and then you get a team up, and then you get a couple more sequels, and then a team up. And I know they're not doing that anymore, but now I just feel like there's so many strands that we want resolutions to, and it's not going to be quick enough. Yeah, I see. I completely see what you're saying, and I partly agree. I don't necessarily have a problem with doing your own individual storylines. And then coming together when whenever it is you see fit, um, and maybe having a couple of characters appear in a film here and there. But I don't think they necessarily have to. Um, I do agree when it's stuff like um, <clears throat> when it's stuff like Spider Man, you know, the world, you know, all the multiverse shit happening, stuff like this, where it's like multiverse stuff that would really impact um, the world. I do think you need to then yeah make little connecting bits here and there between the films just to keep us going and let us know that like people in these films actually are. They all are in the same. Obviously, we know they're in the same world, but like, just make it so that it makes sense, kind of thing. Things like simple things like 
we always talk about like um for example in Suicide Squad when they're fighting these fucking world ending aliens, we're like, Where's the Justice League? So like things in in Marvel in the same sense. Uh if in Black Panther they just had like a little nod to, you know, Doctor Strange in some way, shape or form or you know, that they talk about like oh that massive alien that attacks New York with the one eye, like, you know, I just like need them to make sure they keep it connected. But I don't necessarily need them to I don't need it to be like team ups every Every film, no, of. no, no. I'm not saying that. Well, I just what I want to know is, is I want I'm I'm now kind of lost in the chronology. Like, where is everything sitting? Because at the end of Eternals, you've got a massive celestial that appears. Yeah. Um. You know, you've got like you said, you've got um multiverse shit happening in New York. Um. But Hawkeye also was set in New York. Um. Mm. Are you, or, you know, Thor. When's that set? Because that kind of feels like it's set quite soon after the end of Endgame. Mm. So I'm now just like, when is the, when are things happening? Um, are these concurrent? Is one further ahead than another? Because they all then have ramifications for each other. Um, did Is Mysterio from another universe? Or if not, how did he know that Earth was 616? It's a great question. It's a great question. I don't know. No. Chris, it it, 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 first of all, it wouldn't have been Mysterio. It would have been the geezer with the glasses, I believe. Quentin who, Beck. Uh, actually, no, no, Quentin Beck is Mysterio, mate. Yeah, yeah, he, no. he's the, yeah, he's the one who said it though, isn't it? No, no, no. Isn't it the geezer who? Isn't it the geezer uh, with the glasses who made up the story? So he would have been the one to say six one six. I don't remember. Oh, know. okay. I know what you mean, but yeah. But it, was, it, it was Mysterio that said it, wasn't it? Um, yeah, it was Mysterio said it, but... He, yeah, I, someone I, he feeding was, me was, information. Yeah, this is yeah. what I'm saying. So, mm. I don't know. Interesting one. Um, yeah. But yeah, because obviously they said it, they said that at the time, and we were like, oh, shit, yeah, 616. But obviously they, we were like, oh, it's an Easter egg, da, da, da. But now they've confirmed that it's 616. They're a bit like, oh, that doesn't really... Illuminati happen. confirmed. Well, doesn't, yeah. Well, flip it Oh, my God. Yeah. Any more? Any any big thoughts? OBS and criticisms. Um. Yeah. I. I don't know how much I love this as a, as a, like a Doctor Strange film. Um. In terms of like what it does, in terms of like expanding the MCU, I think it does a good job of like introducing us to new things, new concepts, new characters. I think that's great. Um. I'm not sure how much it does in terms of endearing me to Doctor Strange because I'm not I'm not his biggest fan. Obviously the aim of the film is to make me specifically love Doctor Strange but I don't know I really want to because he's been in so many films now um, including two of his own so I really want to like like him but I still don't really feel for him like that um, can't quite figure out why that is I think in the first one they do a good job of kind of seeing like him being like super, obviously he's still super arrogant but super arrogant he goes through his fucked up moment then he builds himself back up and you know learns to learns that it, like I think the big thing about it oh it, uh, the H1 says to him it's not about you so he kind of learns he sacrifices himself at the end multiple times until you know he gets his gets his uh, victory in this one um, I don't really he never really comes from a place of uh, what's the word so like he never really he doesn't really have to change you know there's not much he doesn't his character doesn't change that much I know Christine says the thing about oh you always have to be the one holding the knife. And um, that does come back at the very end when he's thinking about taking what's her face's power. Um, but then he doesn't. He says, oh, you have to believe in yourself, blah, 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 blah. But I don't know. It just kind of felt like to me like he 
was always of that sort of character. It never felt he never ever felt to me like somebody who would take the girl's power in the first place. I don't know if you guys agree with that or disagree, but he never yeah. seemed to me like one who's like a oh by any means necessary kind of guy. No, I, I think obviously and and obviously he make hard decisions with what he did in Infinity War, but mm. I think. The only thing that made me think he maybe he would was from what happened with Defender Strange mm. in, in the beginning. Um, I think it's quite nice that he is a flawed person. Yeah. Um, and also it's quite tragic when, you know, a lot of the theme of this was happiness. Like, are you happy? Yeah. It's like, he's not. And that's quite sad. You know, he's literally saved the world so many times, but he, he's not happy. And, and Michael Stuhlbarg's character was like, you didn't get the girl. I was like, fuck you. <laughs> like, I <laughs> saved your ass. But yeah, so I, I quite like the fact that he's quite flawed. Um and he is the best version of Doctor Strange, which is also quite nice. Um I quite like yeah. him, but like if you, I don't you know, it's 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 preference. Um what did you I, I know I'm being very quick on you please let me know if you need to go. Um what did you guys think of the Illuminati being introduced and then quickly killed off? I quite liked it because it was very shopping shop, shopping, shocking. Um but some people were like mm. Uh, I'm going to be quick. I liked it. I liked that it got killed off. I think it opens the door for a future um, start of Illuminati, a.k.a. Got a strange start of it. That is or super copyright loud. laws. But yeah, that has started now, so yeah. Yeah, that's fine. No worries. Um, I guess we can do some closing thoughts next week. Um, just a quick give it out of 10? I gave it a 7.5, I think. Same. Uh, it didn't hit me in the feels quite as much as No Way Home did. Mm. Agreed. Obi? Um, yeah, I would like to watch it again before I give like a proper rating. But right now I'm hovering between seven and seven point five. And just like, quickly, Obi, is it the best multiverse film we've had this week? No, no, Ooh. no, it's not. I was actually going to say that I think um, everything ever all at once does a much better job of it, like explaining the com- okay. the complexities well, you, of the multiverse. But yeah, you need to do an Instagram post then because. Uh, you know, I gave it a seven, um, which is half a point lower than this. But we can discuss that next week. We'll talk about everything ever all at once. Um, you can like us, subscribe to us uh, on Spotify, Apple. We are Your Average Critics on Instagram and YC Podcast 17 on Twitter. Thank you for listening. Twitch your thoughts and check us out next time. Keep it safe.